0: Church Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. We get together about twice a week, and we bring you what we've been, wait for it, feasting on.
1: Well done, Chris. I got
0: well um This week we have Jamie Harms with us. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Chris. Thank you for coming along. You revealed your hand a little early in the episode this week, but that's okay. I got you to laugh. Um, so you guys have just finished Fasting. Yes. And the puns and jokes abound in that. Um, and now, naturally, you've moved on to feasting. Indeed. We've so gone from
1: fasting to feasting.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's how I feel like my normal diet is. <laughs> I just don't eat all day and I eat too much food. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, today, when we're recording, this was the first uh bible study
1: yes so this morning we kicked off feasting with the ladies which was so much fun we have such a fantastic group of women um who are willing to jump in and and do some work to figure out how these feasts work and why they're there
0: (laughs) so for the listener Mm -hmm. probably vaguely aware that feasts do exist in Mm -hmm. some way um seems like a significant uh element throughout mm-hmm. scripture. So give us kind of an overview of what are feasts? Why are they important? What do they do? What what function is Exactly.
1: Serve? So this morning we actually started talking about um, just what is the Bible and we did a kind of a fun Bible quiz. Can you think of the different genres that you see in the Bible? How many books of the Bible? Just a whole bunch of different kind of trivia because it puts us in a space of looking at the Bible as a whole, and what an amazing book it is, and how it is just a redemptive story of God for those he loves. Mm-hmm. And it's from Genesis to Revelation. So we talked about, you know, the re- redemption that's prompted in Genesis and the redemption that's prepared through most of the Old Testament, um, the redemption that's prophesied through Isaiah, through Malachi, and purchased through the Gospels, Matthew through John, and the redemption proclaimed, Acts through Jude, and the redemption perfected. In Revelation, and so when you look at this story, overarching story of redemption, the feasts fit into that because the Bible, in its, all of its amazingness, teaches us about who God is, and then when He asks us to do things and we obey Him, it starts to cement those truths and remind us of those truths through our daily life, and so the feasts do just that. They're a really tactile way to remember God's faithfulness to see who he is as well as to see how it points to Jesus um, and that fulfillment of redemption and so the feasts and the way they're lined up even tell us a story
0: okay now I'm reminded of uh, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong was it lent last year that you recorded the um the series on the the f- Feasts?
1: Yeah. So last last year for Holy Week, we did the series of four that you helped us with. And mm-hmm. we did foot washing and communion and Seder and then the Tenebrae. So you're welcome to head back to the blog and, and refresh yes. yourself if you wanted to. But yes, Passover is part of Easter. And yes. so it does the feasts tie in with Easter.
0: Yeah. And I remember one point you made in... Our conversations maybe Mm -hmm. was just the significance of each of the elements. um, You know, bitterness, bone marrow. There was like all these different pieces, Mm -hmm. and they did play that reminding, very intentional role to kind of cement like he's shared
1: exactly. And and so with Passover, they do they ask those questions, they have certain prayers, and then they do taste and feast on those different elements that remind them of the Exodus and the God who brought them out of Egypt and established a covenant with them. And we see even in when you head towards some of the uh, the later feasts that were added, like the feast of booths, they spend a week living outside in a booth, reminding, re- being reminded of their wandering mm-hmm. and God's faithfulness in there too. So the, each feast has its own set of tactile elements and questions that are asked and things that you're reminded about um, in regards to God's faithfulness.
0: Can okay, I ask maybe an obvious question? Sure. Maybe not. Do I need to be homeless for a week? No. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so we're not necessarily, this isn't a, a binding thing upon us now mm-hmm. as believers, but obviously there's still value in mm-hmm. looking back at them.
1: Well, we talked about, well, what does this mean for us as New Testament believers this mor- uh, this morning? And, and the fact that, you know, we do have some feasts that we are called to. The main feast that we see in the New Testament is that communion. Mm-hmm. And we are to do communion. We are under a new covenant, but I think it's really helpful for us to look back into Leviticus and it is all about the sacrificial system and so forth to, because then we understand Jesus' sacrifice for us. Mm-hmm. So I, while I don't think it's required of us to follow these feasts to a T, I think they really do provide a tactile way for us to understand and learn something different yeah. about how God interacted with his people.
0: Yeah. Well, even communion, I've, I haven't admittedly participated in any of these other kinds of feasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever do booths, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do
1: booths at other people's like places. Oh, so, you know, they'll all get an Airbnb somewhere or oh, house swap.
0: Okay. So. <laughs> so any rich friends out there, <laughs> let's do booths. You can move into my house, I'll move into yours. Um, it is, a, um, how do I say it? It is different, I guess, is the simplest way of saying it to really focus on the bread and the cup, mm-hmm. and, and to center your mind and your prayers and, and direct your affections towards what we've all received mm-hmm. as a product of the cross. So there does seem to be a—we've uh, talked about it in like the framework of liturgy mm-hmm. in a thing we do looking to a, a greater truth or, or a reminder of a greater truth.
1: Well, we're forget, forgetful people. I mean, even if you look at the Israelites in Exodus, how many chapters does it take them to totally forget that God brought them through the Red Sea? Yeah, you know so we are by nature forgetful, and so we need these regular reminders and these rhythms, and I think that's why God established these Old Testament feasts, which actually come in groups, um, to tell a story and to remind us of the story, just like communion does. yeah, um, for us New Testament believers.
0: So what are these groups mm-hmm. of feasts and then kind of what roughly narrative piece do they tie into?
1: Exactly. So there's, if if you read through scripture, it talks about the Jews making the trip to Jerusalem three times a year. And actually these feasts comes in three groups. Okay. So the first group is starting with Passover and Passover is kind of the beginning of the Jewish new year. And uh, so Passover happens, and then the day after Passover is when unleavened bread starts. Mm. And as soon as unleavened bread finishes, it's first fruits. So in the span of about 10 days, you hit three feasts. And so as you start studying and looking at how these feasts, what they're talking about and what they're reminding us of, we see that Jesus is our Passover lamb, and he was Crucified on Passover, mm-hmm. we talk about unleavened bread and the and the leaven of sin. And so there's this element of sanctification and purifying us from sin, and this rest that we have to find in in Christ because of our sin. And unleavened bread were those days where He who was no sin became sin for us. He was buried on Feast of Unleavened Bread, mm-hmm. and the resurrection ties in with first fruits. God, we give our best and our first to God. God gave His best and His first to us. Yeah, and so you know, the it, as you pick apart even more so those first three feasts, you see how all of them point to th- the advent of Jesus's first coming. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's really kind of cool. <laughs> and the middle feast or the middle section of feasts is actually one feast, and it's the Pentecost that you had mentioned. It's the feast of weeks, and so they were to count out seven weeks after the Sabbath of first fruits. And then they were, and through that waiting, they were waiting on um, the power of God. And that's when the Holy Spirit came. Mm -hmm. And then the final set of feasts mirrors the first three. It's another group of three, and it happens in our fall. It's the Feast of Trumpets, the Atonement, and the Feast of Booths. And so once again, you see the Feast of Trumpets, you see God's power and his victory you see the need to reflect on sin and the need for atonement as well as booths uh, which has ties in with the egyptian wandering and how our home, this is not our home either we are wandering and we are remembering and we are waiting and so you see the first set is kind of the first advent of jesus and the middle is the, the where we are living now in god's power as we're waiting for the second or the second set of three the second advent of yeah. So, it tells the whole story of redemption wow. <laughs> from back Wow, That's to back
0: amazing. Back. So, it, this seems to be mm-hmm. a, a directly connected or tied to the church calendar, which we've talked about a little bit on the podcast.
1: Kind of. Okay. So, um, the church calendar works on a um, solar Gregorian calendar, and okay. the Jewish calendar works on a lunar calendar. Which is kind of interesting because, you know, we have 365 days a year on our solar calendar, and then every fourth year we add one day. Mm-hmm. But on a lunar calendar, they go by the moon. So they have 12 months twelve months a year, but they're 29 days long. And so they loo- They need to add an extra month every two to three years oh. to keep aligned with the seasons. Oh, interesting. So our church calendar kind of lines up with um, the lunar calendar. We center Lent around... The, the season leading up to Passover mm-hmm. and Advent around Christmas, but there's no feast specifically Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, A feast there's, ele- <laughs> Exactly, there's, there's certain elements of it that line up, but I think the goal of both is to take time and reflect and remember God's faithfulness and that Jesus has come and that he's coming again. So in that, in that sense, there is similarity. Okay.
0: And it, it seems like there might be a great opportunity here to incorporate. I'm thinking, you know, I've got three kids. Mm-hmm. It seems like a great opportunity to incorporate them into God's redemptive narrative history. exactly, And help them participate. I'm reminded of, um, uh, and this could totally be a story of tradition, but the idea of like putting honey on the board and they would lick it and it was like taste and see the... The Lord is good, Mm -hmm. that kind of idea of incorporating them. So if someone's looking to learn more, Mm -hmm. and obviously the first suggestion would be get in this Bible study.
1: (laughs) We'd love to have any woman who would love to join us. Yes.
0: Yes. And it will be seven weeks.
1: It's nine weeks. Nine weeks. We've got introduction week two, and we're skipping um, spring break.
0: Gotcha. Great. Um, So outside of that, how would you suggest someone think about feasts Mm -hmm. and maybe get started learning about them?
1: That's a great question. So the Old Testament feasts are all listed in one chapter for us in Leviticus. And so Easy. in Leviticus 23, it, it lays them out and it reads a little bit like you um, you don't know what day of the month of Nisan is or what, you know, so there's yeah. a bunch of stuff that's kind of hard to um, get the first go around. But as you read it, it gives you can use different resources to look uh where you also see those feasts throughout the rest of Scripture. So cross-references. Okay. Um, Blue Letter Bible is great for things like that. And you can type in Passover or Passover lamb, and it'll give you all of the the Scripture references. And so you can kind of piece together um, some some pictures as far as that's concerned. There's also a website that um, I've poked around on quite a bit. It's called, oh, uh, now I'm going to blank, Hebrews for. Hebrew for no Christians okay. believers. I'll have to get back to you on that. Put it in the show notes somewhere, okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a, a messianic a Jew who writes about their their traditions and how it ties in with Jesus, and so they, and they have then links that are other historical links and, and so forth. That nice. Um, I, I joke around that fiddle on the roof. Is is one of my great reference points too. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But um no, it, it, there's a lot in scripture and there is a lot out there um that you can um explore a little bit more.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. So in summary, what are you hoping the women at UFC get from these mm-hmm. nine weeks?
1: I hope that they just get super excited to see how intentional God was in his pursuit of his people and how he revealed himself, how intentionally he added these elements to the story so that they wouldn't miss his first coming and the elements that he's added that we get to look forward to in the future and just be in awe of the love and redemption and pursuit of our God um, of us. So I I really hope that's their takeaway.
0: I agree. I think, uh, I have conversations like this with Sean just in the hallways and Mm -hmm. any chance I can get. And the more you familiarize yourself with, especially all the things that seem esoteric, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like, okay, I don't, I don't eat feast of, you know, booths and uh, whatever. Uh, the more you start to see how it's all woven together and it really does seem to have a product of worship mm-hmm. on the other side where you go I had no idea. Mhm. I mean it's not it's not secret knowledge, you know, the main things are the plain things in scripture, but it just deepens your appreciation for God's mm-hmm. word and and how he's been really faithful.
1: And you just delight in it. It yeah. becomes so exciting as you get to see it unfold and and why it unfolds and it just comes to life.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, who knew? Thank <laughs> you for bringing this. I wouldn't have sat down and thought, you know what I need to do? I need to learn more about these feast business They keep talking about in the Bible. I'm like, give me Romans. Give me, give me Romans. I can wrap my head around that most days. Um, well, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on. Um, what, uh, do you have any idea what you're doing next week for women's?
1: Next week, we are t- talking about um, kind of the the foundation as we get into this feast. So we're going to be talking about kind of spiritual am- amnesia and the Israelites who are wandering And why feasts were given, or one of the, some of the reasons why feasts were given them and tie that in with Sabbath, which is kind of like the preamble to the other feasts that are coming along.
0: Awesome. (laughs) All right, you guys, uh, hopefully you will appreciate feasts a little bit more. Your ears will perk up when you hear that uh, from the pulpit or, or (laughs) uh, it's small groups. And um, if you are a lady and you're not already plugged into women's Bible studies, get, get there. Good stuff. We have a good time. Yeah, they have a good time. They just snack sometimes. I don't know.
1: We, we were talking about trying to figure out if Juanitas counted as unleavened bread.
0: <laughs> you are asking the important Cause, questions. Cause
1: it's like feast time. So, can we bring Juanitas? Yeah,
0: that's yeah. got to count, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can take that with Jesus in heaven when I get there. Um, Jamie, thank you so much for sharing this You're stuff. Welcome. I appreciate you always bringing something valuable to these times
1: well thanks for having me yeah pleasure we'll get you next time well thanks for listening thank
0: you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in god's word we produce these podcasts and release them twice a week so please subscribe so you don't miss out on one and don't forget love god love your neighbor and make disciples